tell you what the poets are going to do. The poets are going to weave their magic. The poets are going to pour their hearts out. The poets are going to celebrate all of the beauty and the wonder and the magic that is life. My brother, Misha, welcome. Welcome once again to Poets of the East. Thank you very much. Good evening. I mean, good afternoon in the United States. Being here in Central Europe, a wonderful introduction, a wonderful presentation. Thank you very much. It is to be felt. It is to be to be uh, heard that that spring has already has already come, already come there, and that your poetic soul feels it in a, the very deepest and the most beautiful of it because. Our listeners say know very well that among the poets of the East, you are presenting each evening, each week at PNN Radio. You are the first and most of the East, understanding by East, as you were putting it some weeks ago, the, that place or that part where the sun is where the sun is rising. And besides the besides the fact that it is the spring which is coming, besides the fact that astronomically it seems that it was today at 10.37 Central European time, then the astronomical spring started. Besides tomorrow being the International Poetry Day, besides all those special occasions, we have a very special episode which I, could, which I tried to resume, which I tried to describe in only a few, a few words. One candidate for the Pulitzer, one of the most important personalities of the international pen, and two young, dynamic, and talented poets from Central Europe. A really special episode of this very special uh, series you are preparing you have been preparing so long. Once again, thank you very much for your love to poetry. Also today, one day before the International Poetry Day. Well, my brother, thank you so much. Do you have another comment to make? Please go ahead. Well, it is, you know, it is almost so complex and so surprising, each of, each of today's authors, that I feel almost like betraying something if I am to comment. Nevertheless, what I want to say is that if our listeners allow me to, and if you allow me to, specify, I would attract the attention about the intellectual tension, the artistic, the 
uh, uh, the uh, not so artistic, but uh, but uh, uh, the spiritual uh, contradiction, and I don't mean it like a contradiction, like an aggressive contradiction, more like a complementarity between the two scholars we have today here. One Orientalist, uh, Professor, Professor Fahreddin Shehu from Kosovo, uh, former candidate to the Pulitzer Prize in 2017, and Romeo Aurelian Ilie, an Orthodox, uh, an Orthodox theologist and poet. It is very interesting the exchange of uh, indirect exchange of ideas between them. That means the this uh, complementarity, uh, this alternance, alternance between the philosophy of the Orient and uh, with the one of the Orthodox uh, Christianity. On the other hand, it is the very strong poetry by Magda Kurnec, which uh, is a very, a very, a, a great personality, not only a great poet uh, and translator, but also a very important personality of the international pen which managed and manages, is managing to maintain herself actual, not only concerning the style, but also the thematic of her poetry. And I don't want to say more. Our listeners will understand what, what it is all about. Maybe only in a parenthesis that uh, sustaining some cause, sustaining some idea, does not, being, does not mean being a, uh, being a limited uh, militant. Uh, fighting for a good cause, fighting for a noble cause, it is possible without excluding the artistic, artistic quality of the, uh, of the respective work. And last but not least, Tomasz Czada, a very interesting uh, left-wing poet from the Czech Republic, also um, editor of one of the most interesting Czech literary reviews called Haluze, and uh, the promoter of a very original poetry, which I would call a paternal poetry by uh, in parallel with maternal poetry. What that means, we are used to lady poets talking about their babies, talking about their children. It is a very um, universally recognized and uh, famous theme. Tomasz Czada is able to write a very sensible and sensitive and in the same time highly high-quality poetry as a father, which is not so usual. So, ladies and gentlemen, I wish you to enjoy this really, this really great constellation of poets we managed to put together today with, uh, uh, with uh, Rick Spisak. And in this case, I would say that episode number 13 was not at all bad luck. <laughs> Thank you so much, my brother. Here we go. Um, um, once again, so once thank again. you very much for coming here. Thank you for accepting the invitation. Uh, warm thanks also to Rick uh, for hosting and producing uh, every week this uh, uh, serial, uh, this radio serial um, dedicated to the world poetry, um, contemporary world poetry with a strong focus on the Central European one. Um, given the fact that we are four uh, today, I will present very shortly, I will introduce very shortly each of you, uh, and uh, uh, it would be much better if you would present, would say more about yourselves. 
um, because uh, we will have to respect the limit of uh, 15 up to 20 minutes for each of the guests as the limit of the whole program is uh, two hours and we still need also uh, time for uh, answering questions uh, towards the thematic. So warm welcome here uh, Magda Kurnec. Thank you very much for accepting our invitation. Magda is uh, a former president of the Romanian Pen Club, former director of the Romanian Cultural Institute in Prague, and uh, a very important personality without within the in Paris. Sorry, sorry, in Paris. Sorry, in Paris. I apologize. Um, a very important personality of the uh, international pen, especially within the uh, within the uh, collectivity of the uh, ladies authors and she maintains the contact with uh, this organization uh, for uh, for uh, uh, pan romania her work has been translated into many foreign languages <laughs> and uh, uh, and uh, herself has, uh, has also translated a lot of uh, authors into romanian mainly from uh, from french Bahreddin Shehu is uh, um, a worldwide famous um, uh, author, a poet from Kosovo. He's a philosopher, also an orientalist. He graduated from the University of Pristina. Uh, and uh, um, uh, and uh, in 2000, he has a lot of, uh, he, he got a lot of international awards. And in 2017, he was even a candidate for the Pulitzer Prize in the United States uh, of America. He is also the president of the festival in Rahovets, the most important festival in Kosovo, uh, a festival I participated and I can uh, confess it is one of the most beautiful festivals I have ever visited. Welcome, very, thank you very much for accepting the invitation, Fahredin. Um, Tomasz Chada, uh, a young Czech poet, uh, which I allowed my I allow, allow myself to call also a good friend of mine. Um, he's one of the initiators of uh, the uh, of a very appreciated uh, literary uh, review uh, called uh, called uh, Haluze, together with the poets Alice Prezentova, uh, Tomasz Mika. Uh, and uh, uh, and uh, Nelly Vernishova. Uh, now, uh, because of the pandemic, uh, Haluze has uh, some uh, some worse moments, but I'm sure they will come back because it is it was one of the most interesting uh, uh, literary reviews in uh, in the Czech Republic, and he's also a very progressist, a very progressive uh, left militant. His uh, poems are really impressive and very beautiful and very, sens and very sensitive. Uh, I would uh, introduce as an example a poem about the paternal love for one's child. We are used to poems about maternal love, but it is not so frequent that a poet writes about his experiences or his feelings as a father. And last but not least, I would like very much to uh, welcome here uh, Romeo Aurelian Ilie, a young Romanian poet and uh, uh, analyst uh, who, uh, who uh, graduated the Faculty of Theology in Bucharest and uh, 
um, has very interesting ideas inspired, philosophical ideas inspired by his orthodox uh, religion. His first volume, uh, the 41 uh, one, uh, the numb and death, is uh, uh, very much impregnated with uh, very interesting uh, ideas about the orthodox uh, orthodox philosophy. So, I promised to talk shortly. It was six minutes. Boss Rick, uh, please tell me if uh, it is enough and if uh, I can let our. Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, oh, you, I like this this effect you made, Rick, uh, making us uh, making us look that we are all together. It's not you. Well, it seems he's not. Oh, Magda, it's you. No, or maybe Tomas Chad. I don't know. Anyway, it's very interesting. As we, it seems we are all in some mountain landscape. It's wonderful. Only Romeo is not here, uh, but. Maybe we can add him too. So, as as far as I know, uh, here pays the rule, ladies first. So I would kindly like to ask uh, uh, Magda to fulfill uh, uh, what she feels I uh, it should be said, uh, it should be told about her, and to read us the poems she prepared, and uh, we kindly ask her according to the tradition of this serial, that at least one poem uh, would be read also in Romanian. So, once again, Magda, welcome. Hello, everybody, and um, I would like to thank uh, Mircea Dan Dutze for this invitation, which honors me. And I think he said um, most of the general uh, information about me, so I won't uh, go... Uh, on uh, in this uh, direction. Um, I'm delighted to meet the other three poets and I think I already met Fahreddin Shehu in Paris several years ago, if I'm not wrong, but uh, maybe he will confirm or not. And um, I think this is a, a, an excellent initiative uh, and I also want to thank Rick for the uh, the technical aspects of this meeting. Um, for today, I chose uh, to read uh, uh, one poem, a longer one, uh, which is entitled The Ecological Poem. I wrote him almost 10 years ago when it was not fashionable to, to write about this. In the meanwhile, many people, many poets write about ecology, but this is a good sign, finally, because it, it, it means that uh, uh, poets are responsive to what is um, uh, very important today and uh, very urgent to discuss and to act uh, against or upon. So, uh, I will read the ecological poem. I will read it from the, um, from the screen of my uh, computer. The Ecological Poem Morning is dawning. There's hissing, hollering, croaking and chirping. An animal whiff electrifies air and water 
impregnate the plowed fields, the streets and metro. I begin. I soar gently above the earth. I am the living film that swallows everything and excretes heat. I cover mountain shapes and civilizations towers in my sweet sputum. I delicately pulsate in kindergartens and on the bottom of the ocean. My mother is the vulva of all mammals. My father is the universal sperm. I'm tickled by serpents and worms. I'm pricked by hedgehogs and moles. I'm hurt by fish and vultures. I am maddened by platypuses and chameleons. My DNA genes are extracted from too many failed animal experiments. They are spread into too many lapsed prototypes set in motion before time. I no longer recognize myself in so many derivations and ramifications. Instinct falters, stumbles, intends to leave me. I was once pr protein and molecule. I was virus, bacteria. I was an alga and protozoa. Then a tiny earthworm and a fish with a dorsal fin, and salamander and mole cricket. I was a snake and tur turtle dove and a beach pup. I have tentatively put myself in various formulas, letting myself go and taking the easy way out. I have loved myself and hated myself. I have abandoned myself and sidestepped myself. A creature of ever lesser body and ever more imagination. I chirp, coo, croak. I speak, murmur, whisper. I ripple, rustle, undulate. I visualize, think, imagine. I calculate project program. I contemplate, void my mind, meditate. I am quietus, darkness, and cosmic space. I am light and silence and silence. I am not interested in the color of one's skin and in national idioms. These furs of human subspecies are about to become extinct. I communicate by vibrations with frogs, hares, and panthers. Cats have conquered the internet. Dogs have taken charge of moral professions. Pets civilize and tame us. Zoology has stormed humanism and folk rallies. I must reintegrate it. Soon it will be noon. 
I have bitten, crushed, torn, eaten. The water, air, dust and vegetation of this seething planet have seeped through me. I have metabolized and refined them. Heart and frenzy are my personal contribution. Yet slaughterhouses bustle with activity. Fur and ivory hunters hole in deep forests. Butchers' shops are packed. For humans crave meat, meat and meat again and rivers of blood climb through capillaries from the organ underground to their suspended drugged brains. So they forget they are eating themselves and drinking their own blood. Then they chant hymns of praise and supplication. They erect cathedrals of good faith. But now that the machinery is slowing down, rhinos and crocodiles want to get rid of their fangs, scales, and claws. Turtles want to abandon their millinery shells. Gophers and mongooses clamor for my love, love. Ravens wish to learn grammatical rules, but I have, I have not yet managed to wake up completely. And when the machinery finally stops, tigers are no longer afraid of me. They befriend lambs and doves. Mice suckle at the tits of felines. Gazelles embrace panthers and jackals. Goat and sheep herds graze carefully, protective of the ants and locusts in the furrows. Elephants tread gingerly amid quail eggs. I still need to digest the fear of baby birds in nests, the perfidy of venomous snakes, the fury of rotting lionesses, the vanity of peacocks, the paranoia of multiplying insects. My digestive tract rumbles with poison and pity. It is almost evening. I observe how each species freezes in its evolutionary guile, in its smart play with nature, in its adaptation trick. I swallow Darwin. We need to move onward. In Let's I assay a new life formula. I mix my terrestrial DNA with supersolar genetics. My ontogeny overtakes phylogeny and heads to the, to the outer space. Cosmogenesis is a leap into the abyss. 
The abyss is replete with angels and extraterrestrial creatures. They are waiting for us. They care our future heads on their shoulders. We once were pure light. Now we are excreting and painful light. Light wants us back alive and pure. Morning is breaking again. When I die, I will return to the organic mush. There, I will prepare for take-off and present our beloved circus, the planetary zoo, to mother life, mother love, at the judgment of stellar hierarchies. Birds and mammals stream out of the middle of my chest. Birds and mammals enter in the nexus of my heart. I will take them to the sky. I will turn them to splendor. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you very much, Magda. Um, as usual, the generous message is uh, combined with uh, the high artistic quality of your uh, of your poems. Thank you very much for sharing this with us. We uh, feel privileged for having you here today. And please, if you would like at least one small part of the poem to read also in Romanian, Yes, I will read the end of the poem. Thank you very much. Poem ecologic, final. Se face de seară. Observ blocajul fiecarei specii în găselnița ei adaptativă, în jocul ei viclean cu natura în mica ei șmecherie evolutivă. Îl înghit pe Darwin. Trebuie mers mai departe. În laboratoare încerc o nouă formulă de viață, îmi combin ADN-ul terestru cu genetica suprasolară. Ontogeneza mea depășește filogeneza și se îndreaptă spre cosmos. Cosmogeneza e un salt în abis. Abisul geme de îngeri și extraterestri ei ne așteaptă. And that was part one. Mircea, any comments on that amazing presentation? Well, he must be so. Oh, sorry, I I I I forgot That's to unmute okay. my microphone. Sorry. That's okay. Any comment before we go to part two? Maybe something really very short because, as you were actually, indirectly suggesting it, it was so complete. It was 
so self-explaining that it is something more. Only, I would like to kindly ask you to imagine you are now in the United States. It's uh, 2 p.m., I guess, or 1, yes, 2.30 p.m. In Romania and in Central Europe is evening. Imagine an evening before the radio, listening to this beautiful poem, being in a cozy, beautiful home, and listening to poems on the radio Saturday evening. Please try to imagine this atmosphere. It is thanks to you and to the serial you created, Rick. Thanks a lot. Well, you know, thank you, brother. Thank you so much. And I, I couldn't have done it without your support and help. One thing that, that her her wonderful words, her delicate, beautiful combination of science and verse, one thing it reminded me of, and people so take it for granted now, and I'm sure you have some sympathy with this idea too. When, when the world held the first Earth Day back in 1970, it was regarded as a bizarre, uh, far-out, crazy, revolutionary idea to actually think about the planet, to think about the Earth, to... to to try to remember that we have to cherish this thing. And I remember participating in the first Earth Day and how we got such strange looks because we were simply celebrating the interlocking nature of life. That the Earth and and we humans and the plants and animals on it need to collaborate together we cannot think of this universe, think of this world as man against nature, which is how sadly too often we're all taught. And I thought that she just made beautiful music of that simple scientific fact, that holistic fact. So thank you for inviting her, and I thank her for that amazing voice to speak such beautiful truth. Thank you very much, Rick. It is a really a very sensitive, a very sensible uh, observation. And maybe once in the future, I don't know when and under which circumstances, you know, this long, wonderful point about ecology reminds me about a very that I translated to Romanian last year. And uh, she also has a brochure, uh, a small poetry collection consisting actually in one long ecological poem. And this wow. comparison, wow. yes, and this comparison occurs, occurred me when uh, Magda was so beautifully reading her poem. You know, it, I, I'm not sure whether it is possible from logistical and uh, technical point of view. But once in the future, I don't know, I repeat it, under which circumstances, I would like very much to have both as guests uh, within, a, uh, within a poetry program. Imagine Absolutely. how beautiful Absolutely. it could be. Yes, you know, we, yes, could, you know. Uh, we could do a theme day or evening that is focused on ecology, focused 
on all those wonderful poets that celebrate the earth, that celebrate life. I think that would Excellent be wonderful. Idea. Great idea. Okay, let's go on to okay. part two. Here we go. Now I would like to kindly welcome here uh, a great poet of uh, the Balkans of Europe and of the world, Fahreddin Shehu, uh, candidate for a Pulitzer Prize in 2017, um, uh, philosopher and uh, also uh, uh, oriental scientist, uh, one of the uh, a specialty that it is uh, not so not so uh, usual today, um, an erudite. Uh, and uh, uh, and also a poet and a writer which uh, got a lot of awards. Fahreddin, welcome here. Please fulfill what do you think it should be told about you more. First of all, I'm very happy that uh, I got this invitation. I would like to greet um, the matter in Israel not in Paris, but remember in Nazareth, uh, we met with Magda and many other poets from Israel and uh, Italy, etc., etc. So it's very good that I meet here, Magda, and I hope we'll have a chance to meet again, because uh, uh, after the premise of our present of the pen, because I'm member as well, uh, we need a new panel. President and uh, I am nominated there as a as a president or as a head for East European uh, uh, poetry. So I hope we will have chance to meet Magda either this year or next year, coming either in Skopje or in Pristina or in Bahovets in my school, which I run separately from them. I met Mircea uh, two times. And uh, I was really surprised that when they told me uh, Ms. Vida Ognanovic and Kartica Chulavkova from uh, Skopje Academic Chulavkova told me that Mircea is coming in the regional meeting in, in, um, in press. So it was a, a good re reunion. So uh, if I'm, my, my memory uh, don't mistake me, I had the opportunities to meet Mircea uh, in Skopje, in the in Prespa and in, in Rohovets in my festival, which I organize every September. We celebrate the 2,000 years of uh, cultivating wine and grapes in, in Rohovets, which is a very known area uh, for producing metal for the festival wine. I hope uh, you, uh, from this meeting, we will establish um, collaboration so I can uh, invite you and hopefully we will get rid of this COVID pandemic so you come you come here and we celebrate poetry and wine together uh, I would like to announce also one more thing which Mircea uh, didn't uh, because he uh, didn't know about that a new book uh, almost for the uh, ready to be published by Inner Child Press in New Jersey very soon. And the critics of this book was, uh, are 
poets and critics from around the world, which are very prominent and uh, even pres- uh, vice president of ten world, Lidov Nenevich Court, as a masterpiece of theologic art. So uh, I'm going to read one of one of poems from Ormus and other poems from my upcoming collection Umami, which is uh, of Tatism, but concentrate uh, on a status of life and the complexity of life. So if I'm allowed, I would love to to read one of uh, one of those formos so you get a clue what I'm talking about. Counting the snowflakes. In over three decades, a man read in the visible, semi-visible and invisible running after if that I could not even see the face that was the receive of relief and the glance that imprints imprints still on my skin. I went on counting the stars and got nipples in both of my hands as reward. The reward was bitter as absence, deliberately waiting to taste the words. I started to collect the dew from the lily of the valley, the winds that shook the barley leaves, leaving the golden metallic sounds. I climbed the with the lungs full of air, and I saw different colors of my blood, how it turns and transmutes into transparent. On the heat. The flashlight I turned into a plasmatic sphere of existence, rolling down the hill on the red grass I slide. And you name it. In over three decades, on every winter I counted the snowflakes and observed how they melted in my eyelashes. I formed a ball of snow and swallowed a lamp of snow. Life is here for fish is a of the soul, which is uh, androgynous, and uh, I have combined two words, he and she, and it's, it's coming here just to uh, to indicate the creature, which is a uh, genderless creature without 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 gender, and uh, I I I ought to coin uh, the word hish for this being, which is the soul. Another poem I would love. To read here is uh, the oracle which I shared two days ago with Mircea. And Mircea told me, please read this. <coughs> in a upcoming meeting on Skype. The oracle, our oracle was very simple. The chamomile flower comprised by its golden head and the white petals like her eyelashes. Shall it be or shan't? The love we dreamed of 
when we started recording our words, there were hopes that one day around 50 or more pure souls around the world will find solace in them. These words assembled like These words assembled like the lava stones of the rosary seem similar yet so different from these words that truly are like great stress to produce the wine from what habits never on the plant. So this is the wine you hold in the cup of your heart, the memory of which shall pass on to the universal consciousness. And uh, if I can hear very briefly find uh, the poem, which is very dear to Sir, may I make a, a suggestion? We're having a little trouble hearing you. What was a way where you knew not the separation? The wine was just like the fragrance almost, and all of those luminous yet real hours in utmost serenity. We were not secluded, we were not, nor we ever pondered upon the separation of these times when trees were writing the poems on the sky and the birds up to the white clouds taught us about the meditation. But and it happened as if all in the world towards the basin of my soul, because the district holding me entirely like the black holes drunk here and this is only the start of it. It seems about and uh, value more the sweetness of life. Sir, let me make a suggestion if I may. Yes. I, I was just going to say we're having a lot of trouble hearing you. Uh, a lot of times, if you reduce the, the demand of your internet connection, in other words, turn off your camera but just speak, we may get a better chance to hear you. you what we're hearing is lovely, it's beautiful, but I, I think if, if maybe turn off your video, just speak, we, we'll hear you better, and I would hate to lose your marvelous writing, which every fragment I've heard has been just eloquent. Would you like to try that, sir? Read one more, but without the camera, just audio. Okay. I, uh, uh, I switched off my camera. So uh, I will read once again. The, uh, am I eligible to you? Uh, yes, right now, yes. Yes. I switched off the camera, so I... Only my voice is airing. So I would read the the, the separation. The, the separation. It was a way of the separation to light the fragment was the tranquil hours in no on, on the sky and the birds up to the white clouds told us about the moon. When it happened, as if all kinin of 
wasn't the best of my soul. Entirely like the black release on the other face. It sees me shocking to narrate the sweetness of life. So this this separation and uh, if I'm allowed I would really like to, to read one more which is very very uh, clear to me and I hope you will enjoy it as well it's with the kite where is home we flew above with the kite and all those children around those who stole our cherries in an early spring now we fear crazy machines with noise that deafens our hearts where are all those curly ginger hair girls I used to love more than broken car toys more than swimming in the pond nearby are all those teachers who used to sew their dresses to a local tailor and all of them look as a conserved sardines we used to import from Croatia. Where are those breaths we used to land to the butterflies so they may turn to a silkworm feed by the mulberry leaves? Where are the courtesy and humbleness and who cleaned our outfit, fed us with freshly made porridge before going to school? Some decades after a plane flew above the plane, the homes and the smelly by the cooking, the white beans with mint leaves and celery, so we miss not the flying with the cars. Thank you very much. That was lovely. Thank you very much, Fahreddin. Really wonderful, uh, wonderful poems, and uh, I confirm what Fahreddin said that I had the privilege of reading this poem on Messenger uh, two days ago, and I insisted I kindly ask him to read it today because it seemed really wonderful to me. Before, once again, thank you very much, Fahreddin. And uh, before going further, uh, if Fahreddin allows me, I would like to uh, tell that short story I wanted to say outside the record. After meeting at PRESPA and in uh, that uh, regional reunion of uh, national pen clubs, after everything ended, we went by car to Skopje. And from Skopje, I was uh, I was meant to go to Sofia to Bucharest and Fahreddin to uh, Pristina. And someone, I think it was a reporter or something, asked us now after leaving this conference what message would you like to would you like to transmit to uh, to the to the people of macedonia and it was so spontaneous both of us we told the same thing we would like to have a burek with cheese because we can't hear we can't have this burek is a kind of pie of national pie in uh, in former yugoslavia uh, so we would like to have a cheese pie because we can't he we can't find this nor in Pristina neither in Bucharest. So it was a very moving message from from us to the to the uh, to Macedonia 
uh, after leaving that wonderful regional uh, regional uh, reunion. Please, Magda. Uh, could you ask uh, Fakhreddin to read a poem in his uh, native language? It's just what I wanted to do now. So thank you very much. Thank you very much for doing this to to me for uh, for uh, helping for helping with this. So Fakhreddin, this was the kind uh, the kind asking I wanted to address you. Now Magda was uh, so kind that she did for me. Thanks. Thank you very much, Magda. Fakhreddin, please read something in Albanian. Yes, my pleasure. In Bartir, Nayahonum, Oscar's boy, Elbeer. Long says the Namula Sile Taurus, Perisotin, as a volunteer for him, I volunteer. I am So uh, this is the poem uh, encapsulated in the echo of uh, the rainbow color shell. It's in Albanian in Thank you very much you for reading. If you want to read the uh, English version of this poem, I can also encapsulate it in the echo of the rainbow color shell. I have seen how it all spins to me like photos while turmoiling the sea or rusting the waves to me. My turmeric memories and evaporated fire filled my lungs full of nicotine. The breeze took away so much of my tears white as nacre in my eyelashes, the palm leaves spread Shadeless I became like everyone in love. Weightless I am now floating between Adan and tomorrow. In my here now I dwell, sailing all those in love who never count minutes. No, the time has any meaning at all. So this was English version of the poem I read in Albanian. Thank you very much. It was really impressive, just like the like the other two. Thank you very much, uh, Fahreddin. Um, we will come back to to Fahreddin too in the second part of the recording with uh, uh, the discussion, the thematic discussion we suggested for our edition. That means poet as a world citizen. Um, actually. Uh, Rick explained this a couple of times during different uh, episodes of our serial that actually Poets of the East means 
something like void of the world because everywhere we are where we would be in the on the world there is something east of us so the point of the east can be an american point from new york if we are in florida let's say so uh, and more than this rick told make it very made it very beautiful that very beautifully that actually east is the part when the sun is rising so actually east is the whole world and the poet should be a citizen of the whole world the world should be the country of each poet and of course from rick spisak now i would like to kindly uh to kindly um welcome and again invite uh, this time to the floor my good friend tomas chada from the czech republic uh, a poet uh with uh, to which uh, a lot of memories connect me and uh, not only uh, poems i translated uh, from his uh, creation into romanian but also wonderful nights we spent together at the uh, at the festival in sibiu uh, actually um, um actually uh, nights that uh, were very much marked by pilsner uh, urkvel beer uh which was uh, possible to find in Sibiu and uh, which inspired us very much for the next festival day even if we hadn't slept one minute during that uh, during that anthological night so tom welcome here i hope you have some pilsner urkvel to offer to all of us virtually like this in spite of the pandemic and please uh, fulfill what you feel you would like to say more about yourself and read us what you prepared welcome okay thank you for the invitation uh it's really a big pleasure to be with you uh i think that uh, you said almost everything uh i have to say just only one thing uh i think that uh I'm especially a teacher, not not a poem, not a journalist. Uh, now I'm uh, uh, a teacher <laughs> of Czech language, uh, especially. Uh, uh, I will uh, read. I think uh, at a moment. Six texts. Uh, it's quite short. Uh, the translators are uh, Tomáš Mika and Bernie Higgins, uh, and uh, the texts are about about kids, especially. I think uh, that's enough. Or do you want uh, more about me? <laughs> Done. Uh, Tom, it is was up it, to you. Was it enough? I, I tried. I tried an introduction. Uh, it is, you are the author, so it is you to decide whether it was enough or not, or whether you want to add something more. Okay, uh, I think that was enough. <laughs> so, uh, summary of loss. You reap as much silence as you sow. Crossing the line into the next lane is prohibited, and, uh, as it as is going beyond it with 
uh, load unless it is necessary for overtaking turning off. Autumn is a prerequisite for coming spring. I was there. I was there when uh, you come into the world and made known you your presence by wall, by blood, by... With my own hand I cut you from your mother. I secretly I hope that the hate that has to come will wait until the swamp is drained. Agar to Maria. Outsourced to your home to places where home has its infinitive, where nothing, including the weather, has distinctive features, where even natural reproduction is part of discourse. Where the most abysmal vulgarities sound, think, crave, and sympathies. Outsource your home, family, and all familiar meaning into places where a synonym for feeling of love is certification of vacancy. Manual for the construction of hell. <laughs> Surrender your past. Delete the future with a thick line. Stick your children in the labor of the madness called the city. Replace the silence of the flood with the silence of the solitude. Try to cope with catastrophe without catharsis. Forget dream, flush away. Joy with symptoms of a morning hangover and mellow and flounder. It's for a fair few Fridays. Between the first morning cigarette and brushing your teeth, remember what used to be. Do the same before going to bed. Occasionally sniff cars. Most importantly, don't change anything. Be stuck, stuck, and stuck. April is the cruelest month, and the color of the fear is colorful. Throw it down on paper so there's something to be ashamed of. Throw it down on paper to have a reason to hate yourself. A long golden thread to Ivana. Now, all around me, silence is loitering. I don't want to startle it. It's uh, meek as a mouse. It's shh, seeps into the darkness, crept 
behind it for a long time and now it's within the reach. Of course, isn't everything expected to the void bulletproof and so I don't know where to go. How to target my lust through it? I would like to scream, halt, rise a smile, trample on a fear, but it would be a mistake. It would be an error. And so I suffer, I'm stuck, fade away, and nothing. Only silence all around me, alerting. And now uh, I will read one more in Czech. It was the last poem and in Czech called Dlouhá červená niť. Ivaně. Teď všude kolem nepostává ticho, nechci je vyplašit. Je plaché jak plch. Jeho prosakuje do tmy. Plížel jsem se za ním dlouho a teď je mám na dosah ovšem. Vždyť vše mimo prázdno je neprůstřelné a tak nevím kudy kam. Kudy přezně cílit svůj chtíč. Chtěl bych křik, stůj, styčit úsměv, přišlápnout strach, ale byl by to omyl. Byla by to chyba. A tak trpím, trčím, utichám a nic. Jen všude kolem mne postává ticho. Thank you. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you very much, Tomáš. As usual, that very concentrated verse and images you and imagery you are able to create in the same time penetrated with a strong feeling of uh, uh, a strong feeling of uh, sensitivity which is uh, which is so specific uh, so specific for you i was trying here to uh, to prepare a surprise for you and for uh, our our guests i was trying to find uh, Romanian translation of one of your poems. Unfortunately, I didn't manage to do so in such a short time. Maybe for, for when we maybe when we uh, broadcast this next week, maybe I will be able to add uh, one poem uh, translated into Romanian from all of you. I mean for the ones which are not Romanians, of course, uh, in order to enrich uh, the image for our listeners of the image of the poets we uh, we um, we invited here well that was that was wonderful but i have to say one thing from a technical point of view given the sound problems that we had with faradin i i would have in one sense preferred to just cut that section out completely so that we only had good quality audio But I thought what we could hear of him was worth it. And therefore, I went ahead and allowed some of that uh, 
should we say, noise and loss. It, it was so consistent with his vocal. Uh, but I felt that what he did say, what we could hear, was so beautiful that I decided to go ahead and let it in. Um, any thoughts? Certainly, Tomash was marvelous, absolutely. But I did want to address the, the Faradin section. You are, you are really right. And I regretted each verse, each second, we weren't able to hear or to hear properly from what Fahredin was saying, because I happened to know those poems, and they are really wonderful. It is a pity that sometimes techniques does not play the way we would like it to play, does not help us the way we would like it, like it to help, and uh, because of it, which because of it, we weren't able to fully hear, fully listen to one of the greatest European and world poets uh, today. Nevertheless, I completely agree with you, Rick. It was uh, it was a very good decision to uh, save what it was possible to save from the passages with uh, Fahreddin because it would have been a pity not to hear anything from the creation of this his of this exceptional uh, poet philosopher philosopher and uh, orientist and what uh, again occurred me this time intellectual complementarity between him and uh, Tomas Chada the that very specifically orientally uh, oriental uh, way of uh, understanding the things, the totality of things, and much uh, is strongly and deeply human understanding of uh, uh, of what is happening uh, around around him, the rich imagery of uh, the Orient in its best moment at Fahreddin Shehu, and the strong concentrated expression of Central Europe in the very uh, polished word and expression by Tomasz Czada. Well, are you ready for part three, sir? I am prepared. I'm looking forward to it, sir. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. So, last but not least, I would uh, very much like to welcome and to invite to the floor Romeo Aurelian Ilie, uh, a very young and talented Romanian poet and analyst and critic. He actually specialized during the last weeks uh, in literary chronics, uh, literary reviews, which are very interesting and published uh, in different uh, uh, in different mega literary magazines like uh, Actualitatea Literară, The Literary Actuality, or Eight Motives, uh, Opt Motive, by uh, Doina Rusht. Um, he is a priest, as uh, I was saying, actually a, an absolute graduated of Faculty of Theology, uh, and so it is a very interesting association, as he is an orthodox scholar in his way, whilst Fahreddin is an orientalist scholar and an orientalist uh, philosopher. So I expect the dialogue between them to be very, uh, to be very interesting. So the last thing I'm going to say is that the acronym of his 
name R A I in Romanian means Rai uh, that means paradise uh, so I think it is the best acronym for uh, for a graduated of uh, theology so please Rai uh, tell us something more about you if you feel like and mainly read what you prepared for today welcome hello yes yes uh, about me uh, not anymore uh, just uh, i just uh, talk that uh, i'm not a priest yet uh, just a theologue and uh, now i will uh, read three poem from my uh, first uh, book of poet every now and then God stoops about him, relieves him of his death and dampness, and cuts him himself out of a cape for his nightly pain. He then starts talking so as to ransom the price of silence. But God, a deaf and damp one, has stopped listening to him, nor does he pray anymore in his own heart, crying out loud as accustomed. This instant is glory, is the glory of absurdity. He believes himself God and it is willing to rebuild the world. But each and every commandment is turning against him, multiplied to the power of 41. The second poem, one day God created the sphere and made it a gift for the deaf and dumb one, saying unto him, and cut yourself a face out of it, shape it into your appearance and likeness. Take it and fashion ears and the mouth for it so that it may hear and speak in your stead. He took it, gave thanks for the living death, and started pre-carving. When he was done, he called unto God and told him, You take this cube, God, with its forty-one wells, that I have fashioned after the appearance and likeness of your sorrows, let their play within it hid away the words deafness and dampness for behold from now on i am addressing you as a friend and the last when the great war started they put a machine gun in his hand and sent him from the front but he not comprehending a thing, they'd put gun in hand. People were dying all around him and tombs were being born. Pain was building its kingdom around him. Pierre was bringing forth monsters all around. He didn't shut at anybody and no bald touched him. When the words talk, they found him motionless, gunfully charged, 
the dragon loose and cold. His eyes void, unslept and cold. His heart empty, betting vainly in a death toll. They judge him according the martial law and name him traitor, chicken, wet behind the ears, a punk, lamp-handed dead. He has forbidden passage throughout the earth of triumph and was erased from all the conscript lists. Next, he was convicted not to die until he would have lived through the horrors of 40 more, 41 more wars. Not for an instant did he understand what was going on around him. Inside himself, he had already been throughout a lifelong war raised to the power of 41, the war with his dumb and dumb self. Thank you. And now I uh, will read in Romanian the last uh, poem, if it's okay. Please. Okay. Când a început războiul cel mare, i-au pus o mitralieră în mână și l-au trimis pe front. Dar el, neînțelegând nimic, a rămas pe loc, cu arma în mână. În jurul lui mureau oameni și se nășteau morminte. În jurul lui durerea își construia regat. În jurul lui frica moșea monștri. El nu a tras în nimeni și niciun glonț nu l-a atins. Când s-a oprit războiul, l-au găsit nemișcat, cu arma plină, nearmată și rece, cu ochii goi, neînoptați și reci, cu inima goală, bătând în van, bătând a moarte. L-au judecat conform legilor războiului și l-au numit strădător, fricos, mucos, puțoi, mână moartă, mort. I s-a interzis să treacă pe sub arcul de triunf și a fost șters de pe toate listele cu participanții la război. Apoi a fost condamnat să nu moară până nu va trăi ororile altor 41 de războaie. El nu a înțeles nimic, nici o clipă, el nu a înțeles nicio clipă ce se, va întâmpla, ce se întâmplă în jurul lui. În sinea sa trăia deja de o viață un război ridicat la puterea 41. Războiul cu sinele său surdomut. Mulțumesc! Thank you. Thank you very much. Mulțumim mult, Romeo. Uh, thanks a lot for for those uh, for those poems and uh, more or less um, spontaneously, I was comparing them with uh, uh, with the poems mainly with the poems by Fahreddin from the point of view of uh, the religious philosophy, with uh, the poem by Magda concerning the uh, progressive way of uh, progressive vision on the world and uh, with the short and concentrated poems by Tomasz um, which express equally, uh, equally uh, intensively uh, the images they are, uh, they are seeking to. Well, there we go. Part three. Um, 
much better quality audio, uh, thank goodness. Um, any thoughts on uh, that presentation, sir? Well, I think I tried to express this before. It was, you know, uh, I guess the fact that Romeo, as being the youngest and, uh, uh, well, not a very exercised user of uh, the English language, I have the impression his very peculiar pronunciation gave a certain accent to his poetry that made us somehow understand it, understand it, understand it paradoxically better. And uh, I would stress, actually, I may repeat myself, I would stress again, again the complementarity towards the poems by, uh, by Fahreddin uh, Shehu, and uh, in the same time, the spiritual dimension, which is common, both of the authors, and uh, the main be the main difference between them, let's say, the ironical dimension, the ironical, um, uh, the ironical aspect that it is characteristic for the poetry, for the religious spiritual poetry by Romeo Aurelian Ilie. Whilst in Fafredinke's case, is deep, strong, and philosophical. Well, are you ready for part four, sir? Well, I'm looking forward to it, especially as the discussions, the debates are really very passionate, and it is some we are, uh, there is a lot to be looking for. Okay, here we okay. go. Part four. So thank you so, very much. It seems we are in time. Maybe it is now the moment for the for trying to uh, to lead that uh, short discussion of us. As I was mentioning, the uh, today's thematic is poet uh, as a world citizen, um, and I would like to kindly kindly ask each of you. Um, what do you think about this idea? Whether do you feel like being world citizens and whether when you read before a foreign uh, audience you feel, uh, uh, you feel there is some fence or some distance or some resonance? In short, whether you as poets feel home on this world, anywhere on this world. Magda, please, if you would like to to, to start. Yes, thank you, Mircea. First of all, I would like to say that you yourself are a poet and a translator and uh, an excellent cultural activist in Bucharest. Uh, and maybe the other ones don't know, but you translated a lot of Czech and Slovak uh, poets and writers into Romanian. And now, uh, for three years now or so, you started also to translate Balkan poets. So you are really um, a precious person for the literary medium in um, in Romania. Well, now, uh, regarding the theme you proposed, I think I personally felt always, I have always felt myself as a citizen of the world. Uh, 
studying with the adolescents, I think, uh, and when I found Goethe's uh, expression, citizen of the world, I was so delighted and so impressed, and I took it as my own uh, formula. Uh, and I think that in general, poets or persons with a poetic temperament are... Um, uh, more prone to this um, enlargement of the of the soul and this generous vision of reality, and they feel um, identified with the others and uh, uh, resonate with with the big themes of the moment, and but in a different way than politicians, say or <laughs> activists. Uh, <laughs> And um, um, because, the, for example, um, ecology, which is um, a present-day fashionable theme, so to say, um, uh, I don't feel like an activist, like an eco-activist, but I feel concerned with this theme because I feel identified with all creatures of, of this planet, and I suffer, and I love them, and uh, I need to give a voice to these beings uh, which are similar or more or less with us and which are which are as alive as we are so it is very important for me to transform this topic into um, into a poetic discourse which uh, uh, which send a vibration um, um, uh, an emotional uh, uh, emotional um, worms and um, an attraction for for the others so that they be able to identify themselves with all the creatures of the world and I think this is a characteristic of the poet in general to feel uh, to be able to feel nature uh, weather um, trees uh, birds uh, and so on and so forth and uh, so uh, this is my 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 role now to to give a voice to put into words something which is so precious and so important nowadays like uh, the ecological uh, vision uh, of the world and this is a way of being uh, uh, a world citizen Thank you very much, Magda, and I think you stressed a very important aspect, the very important uh, difference between writing about this because you feel like this, and because you feel like this, like a poet, like an artist, like a creator, and, and being a militant. It is a big difference, and the difference you made between poets and politicians was quite expressive because this reminds me that other people which revendicate themselves from the ecological uh, ideology are now asking to eliminate uh, Shakespeare from the from schools uh, because there were some passages where animals were tortured during in his uh, theater place and uh, also 
Thomas Mann and other people which wrote in the uh, in the 18th and 19th century because of their negative attitude towards animals. It is a big difference between this aggressive militantist, which some call neo-Marxist, and uh, writing about this because it comes out of you, because you have it in your soul and in your mind. Thank you very much, Magda. I'd like to kindly ask uh, the same question, uh, Fahredin, uh, a question which I think is uh, uh, has a quite different meaning and uh, uh, it uh, stimulates a different kind of sensitivity in uh, his soul. Fahredin, please, you are a poet translated in almost all the languages of the world. You are not only publishing in America, but you are also the editor of one of the most important anthologies uh, edited, ever edited in America, an anthology of uh, Southeastern poets. Uh, for sure, it is the best one that it is edited in America about Southern and Eastern Europe. Do you feel like a world citizen? Maybe it would be better if Fahreddin would write this as a message. What do you think, Rick? Yeah, I think that makes sense. And then you could read it. Okay, uh, Fahreddin, please write down in the chat everything you told because it was impossible to hear and I am going to read it. Please, would you do the, Would we do so? Okay. Okay, fine. I, I, I'm just writing the text. Maybe a minister can read it. So I'm, I'm off. Sorry, sir. So please write it down. Fahreddin, please write it down, uh, everything you wanted to say. In between, I will I will ask Tomas to to talk, and uh, after you wrote, after you will, after you are going to write down everything you felt like, I will read also the message of Fahreddin. Is it all right, Rick? Absolutely. Okay. So okay, thank perfect. you very much, um, Tomas. Please take the floor, and Fahreddin, please, please write down what you wanted to say. Okay. And you want answer on the same question as you as, as you have? Uh, yes, please. Yeah. These days, I, I feel much more like a citizen of my flat. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that one of the best things for poetry is that uh, you can have feeling of togetherness with a uh, lot of uh, lot of people around the world and funny thing is that sometimes it, you don't need to uh, ad understand to, uh, their language you can communicate in a different way I have this experience uh, from my uh, travels around uh, Europe uh, I don't know uh, we, we have great uh, great uh, chat uh, with uh, with some uh, poet lovers uh, in in uh, Ukraine, etc. Uh, I think that poetry is one one of the ways. How, how can you understand to each other? But not only not only way. <laughs> so in <laughs> short, as a poet, <laughs> do you feel like a world citizen more than uh, a citizen of your own flat? Yeah, but uh, in this how I how I describe it. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I feel like that because uh, because you you have uh, close to each other. Yeah. So actually, we can thank you very much, Tom. And uh, uh, as far as I was able to uh, interpret this, I guess your flat is a little bit like the whole world. So I'm looking forward <laughs> that you yeah, invite I, me that you invite me to... once there. And uh, because I want to meet, I want to know the whole world from your flat. And by the way, I still haven't seen your little baby. You are. Uh, you are writing so beautifully about it, so it would be a very good uh, opportunity uh, opportunity for this, and also yeah. to teach him or her. I don't even know whether it is a, a he or a or a she. It's a she. Okay, so it is the time to the to it is the time to learn the uh, the sacrosanct, the uh, holy taste of the Pilsner Urquell beer. <laughs> <laughs> in order to become also a world citizen. Thank you very much, Tomasz Czada. And now, uh, please, uh, Rai, if you would like to answer the same question, and uh, then please tell me whether you want to answer in English or in Romanian. If you feel it's easier for you in Romanian, I will translate into English. The question was whether do you feel as a world citizen, as a poet, Întrebarea era așadar, dacă tu ca poet te simți un cetățean al lumii, poți alege să răspunzi în română sau în engleză, cum ți-e mai ușor? I understand the questions. I, uh, I try to speak in English. And uh, I talk that, um, yes, I, uh, I feel uh, that I am a... Citizen of world, but uh, not in uh, politic uh, politic vision, uh, more that in uh, metaphysical uh, vision. Because um, I think that the poetry is more that uh, politic. Uh, the world of the poetry is um, the found essence, and uh, just the essence in uh, all of. Uh, point of view may uh, uh, can uh, make a, a unitar word uh, <laughs> it's okay mal focus in celeste uh yes it is it's all right i i told you i would stop you if something go goes wrong uh, okay okay i want to to say uh personal experience uh, during uh, I uh, live in uh, United Kingdom and uh, I uh, I make uh, a lot of friends to live in uh, Nepal in uh, Africa and uh, in Poland we uh, understand each other uh, just when uh, thought about uh, essence uh, word. Uh, for example, uh, told we, uh, my friend from uh, Eritrea, Africa, about uh, terrorism, about Islam, uh, but uh, just uh, to the essence, uh, <laughs> uh, 
la, la nivel de esență, la nivel de... Da, o să te rog, o să, te rog să mă ajut puțin. Yes, of course. You mean at the level of the very profound, of the very deep in the thing, in the world? Exactly, exactly, yes. That's all about me. Um, you know, it is very interesting that your uh, answer is very, let's say, like it. That it is not. I would, I would expect that it would be impregnated with some elements of theological uh, thinking or philosophy, as your poetry is. Do I have to repeat this in Romanian? Deci, mă așteptam ca răspunsul tău să fie impregnat oarecum de elemente de filozofie mistică, de elemente de filozofie ortodoxă, așa cum este poezia ta, în timp ce el a fost foarte laic, foarte lumesc. Aproape că aș spune că a trimis puțin cu gândul la lumea, la ideea de cetățean al apartamentului meu pe care a dezvoltat-o Tomas. I would almost say it reminded a little bit the idea of being a citizen of your own flat, as uh, Tomas so beautifully put it here. So how come the the theologist in you uh, has such world, let's say, terra-terre, concrete ideas, not so much uh, influenced uh, about this, I mean, concerning this, uh, uh, this matter of the poet, a citizen of the world, not so much influenced by the Orthodox Christian philosophy. Deci cum de un teolog ca tine uh, are idei atât de largi, atât de lumești, să spunem, dar atât de concrete despre ideea de poet, al lu- poet ca cetățean al lumii, uh, atât de uh, puțin influențate de dogmele ortodoxe creștine? Uh, da, uh, de data asta o să vorbesc în română. Uh. Ideea este că nu mă despart de filozofia religioasă creștinească nici în răspunsul acesta, doar că o aduc cumva în planul strict uman, social. Atunci când am vorbit despre esențe și despre faptul că ne înțelegem unii cu ceilalți în măsura în care vorbim despre lucruri profunde, aveam în vedere inclusiv acest aspect. Doar că până să accedem cu toții la un nivel, la o, să zic așa, la o întâlnire metafizică, este necesar să ne înțelegem unul cu celălalt în plan terestru, în plan pământesc, în plan social și cumva asta ne-ar ușura și accesul la, la o întâlnire metafizică, dacă m-am făcut înțeles. Thank you very much. I will try to translate this. Uh, Thank you. It was quite complex and profound and uh, also a little bit long but i hope i will i hope i will remember what uh, romeo was trying to say was that uh, this communication with people from other meridians with people of the world is uh, actually started from very basic things from very essential things and then developed on uh, also developed on uh, deep 
philosophical uh, discussions uh, which are not uh, foreign to the religious philosophy. Uh, that's, what, that's how he found out uh, a different perspective uh, about the Islam and uh, which is not at all connected with the idea of uh, terrorism we are used to from the uh, from the mass media and uh, therefore uh, in order to reach those deep uh, complex uh, elements of uh, christian or religious philosophy one has to start with very basic with very essential with everyday things uh, please tell me, Romeo, whether it was what you wanted to say, Romeo, te rog, confirmăm dacă a fost ceea ce ai vrut să spui. Sigur, sigur, asta a fost tot. Thank you very much, mulțumesc foarte mult. In between, uh, I am happy to announce that we have also the answer of Fahredin, and uh, I would like to thank him very much for this effort. Um, I'm really sorry that, I'm really sorry the Uh, the technical connection is uh, so bad. Nevertheless, I, we, it is a good point that we are able to, to have his answer. According with the agreement with Rick, I will read this answer now. Is it all right, Rick? So, despite being from Kosovo with limited freedom of traveling, my poetry is all around the world. And I think this is a simulation before the real thing happens. So beautiful. I mean, before the real and direct encounter with poets, cultures, art, etc. I do feel thus as a world citizen, and COVID must have taught us this better than many other melodies during the uh, history of the mankind. Disregard the isolation. Poets built a virtual community like this once we may freely discuss themes and subjects, share our feelings and thoughts via poetry, etc. Even festivals of poetry and literature were held online. I did it online and it is all video archived. Poets are, I think, the last Maggie of the wise man of the humankind before we turn into cyborgs in the next hundred or two hundred years. Therefore, we must use poetry creation, human fraternity and collaboration and do what actually the algorithms still cannot do. Again, the poets must, and this is so indispensable, to collaborate, translate, rejoice and leave their art and make it global. Another point that agree completely with Magda on the topic of ecology is that we all must take care on this earth that we have as a gift and actually have no other alternative so to damage it this much. Poets again must raise the voice because ecology deals with all of us. Wonderful, Fahredin. Thank you very much. Really a wonderful, a wonderful answer. And this is, if you want, a symbolical proof that in spite of bad technical connections, poets really are world citizens. If the connection, the audio, the video connection does not allow us to express ourselves, we still have the chat. And thanks to it, great personalities as Fahredin are able to uh, share uh, their thoughts with us. 
Thanks a lot, Fahreddin. Rick, the floor is yours, as always at the end of our of our record sessions. Well, first let me say thank you all so much for your time, for your great hearts. The work that you shared with us here, I know, resounds in all of your human connections. And my brother Misha and I, with this little project, try to bring voices from across the globe to ears that have otherwise not been enriched by this. And since you are all so kind as to share some of your writing, let me share one of my little pieces. In fact, I'm, I'm going to reference that, that poem of mine that I call City, Citizens of Nowhere, and therefore the citizens of everywhere. This is one of mine that I'd like to share with you. Dreaming of the end of nation states. Citizen of nowhere, Theresa May's ill-favored phrase, a citizen of humanity, and now how they're sore afraid, all at the whim of statecraft, bordered dreamers and their worries, and humanity just ignores the lot, moves its baggage to some cheery spot in rattling long-distance lorries. Citizens of nowhere, they loud denounce our prayer, seems residents of that valley must needs come over here short of water, bereft of food, of jobs there aren't plenty. But politicians seem quite clear of choices. You haven't any. The sunlight shines uneven, and yet air moves unrestrained. And all that tribal nonsense offers coffers ready, sending all these trending headaches banging in my brain. They build their walls and moats, Station soldiers by the score. They'd limit sunlight if they could. Miser, liars, sharp-edged dividers. Portion petitioners at the door. They'd stop a flock of seagulls in mid-flight. Pinion fishes in their schools all night. And try to mock the very wind with their angly scribblings, fools. They, like their tiny nation-states, ring round by fences tall, for breaks as if we're fools for ladders and begot shovels, shutters, stall. Big Laurent station nations ring round and fortified. I say mankind, dearie, is all one and all nationists have lied. A proud citizen of nowhere, a citizen as all our poets, a citizen of humanity. Thank you. Thank you very much, Rick. I think one couldn't imagine a more generous end, a more generous final for our today's record uh, record session. Uh, yes, we do are in our way. Each of us, we are uh, we are citizens of the world. Um, and if Rick allows me, I would like. Uh, I would like to mention a very, how should I put it, a very concrete replique, a very concrete answer, an excellent poet from India. Do you remember, Rick? Pankhuri Sinha uh, gave on Facebook when Rick 
published this generous poem on his account, on his uh, Facebook account, like poets being citizens of the world and citizens of nowhere and from everywhere. And Pankuri very precisely and short said, but my dear Rick, you are an American citizen. It was actually a way of uh, trying to oppose the idea of world citizen with the idea of American citizen, but it does not work in the case of Rick because Rick as a poet is, I feel he is, a world citizen. And before saying goodbye for today, please confirm or infirm this, Rick. Do you feel like a world citizen? And that is the planet of the hearts of poets. Thank you very much, Rick Spisak. Thank you very much, Magda Kurnec, Fahredin Shehu, Tomáš Čáda, and Romeo Aurelian Ilie, also known as Rai. Thank you for being here today, and uh, please enjoy the uh, broadcasting, actually the, uh, the webcasting of this court session. Thank you very much to all of you. Have a wonderful, poetic, world citizen-like uh, Saturday and rest of the weekend. All the best. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Misha, we're back on the other side of a wonderful recording. Uh, I was wondering, uh, would you have a piece you'd like to read uh, to top off this amazing uh, Amazing uh, recording. What do you think? Would you like to read one more? Uh, you might want to check your mute, my friend. Okay. Well, that being the case, uh, maybe we have... Oh, there he is. Sorry, I apologize a lot. I was muted. That's okay. These things happen. And I was just explaining what I want to to write to to read. And uh, uh, I want I was uh, thank you. I was I wanting to. Oh, I apologize a lot. I uh, I wanted to thank you very much for this opportunity. Um, and if uh, possible, I would like to read a poem which is in a way a very bitter chada read for us. Um, can I? Please do, my friend. Anything that you would bring to us is going to be marvelous. I'm all ears, sir. Go ahead. Thank you very much, my lord. The title is Wild. Everybody wanted you. I didn't. Everybody was looking forward to your coming. I wasn't. Everybody was enthusiastic about it. I wasn't. Everybody was glad to offer you the best they had. I wasn't glad at all. Everybody was congratulating us. I didn't find any reason for it. And now, it's your turn. Everybody wants it. Everybody is looking forward to it. Everybody is enthusiastic about it. Everybody is congratulating you. 
everybody is glad to offer the best they have. And I don't even know whether you want it, are looking forward to it, are enthusiastic about it, consider it as a reason for congratulations, and are glad to offer the best you have. And that's because you, just like me, you have never spoken, you have never been capable, and I have always been afraid to say something. And what about him? Neither you nor I know. And if we knew, we still wouldn't tell. I hope Thomas Chadite he hears me now, not to be too shocked by this, by this uh, uh, replay ad hoc to his so sensitive poem. But actually, I think he knows this poem, so I hope you will take it. Uh, just like a poem of a fellow author, and not more. What Beautiful, about... my brother. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you very much. What about you reading something at the end now? For well, I, 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 I appreciate that. But, you know, I just, uh, I just had that recorded piece, and uh, I think we're at such a marvelous spot. Uh, I... It's kind of like the the ripples on the pond are so pleasant. I I, I don't want to add any more to it. It was just delightful. And then your cap piece at the end here was wonderful. I'm inclined at this point, my brother, to just put on some music and ease us out. So we have a wonderful recording session coming up next week. Do you want to mention some of the people that are coming up uh for uh, for the show in a, in a week or two? Uh, yes, thank you very much for mentioning this. Next week we will have, uh, again, three very important and very different personalities, very diverse personalities of uh, this, in this time of the European cinema, of the European poetry, sorry. We have Suwares Haddad from Great Britain. We have Peter Schrager, one of the most important Romanian poets today, the president of the literary translation department of the Romanian Writers' Union, and uh, we'll have the young and very talented poet and uh, prosaist Andrei Matl uh, from the Czech Republic, one of the young authors that represented his country uh, within the SILA project. Uh, meant to promote the creation of young writers and uh, and translators. And because you mentioned that beautiful music, I will prepare for next for one of the next weeks when it when it is possible uh, a very old hit, a Polish hit, which used to be a kind of underground anthem of the Polish resistance against the communist dictatorship at the end of the 70s and the oh, beginning of the... Oh, 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 oh. Oh, I would like to hear that. Uh, Mr. Lesh Walensa was a hero right. of he every activist so that I know over here. He was, he was in jail at that time. But this song, 
even if actually wasn't mentioning his name because mentioning his name meant going to jail too. Yeah. It was understood by everyone as an anthem of disappointing, as an anthem of the passive resistance uh, against communism. I'm sure that a co um, YouTube copy wouldn't, wouldn't fit here. I'm sure it uh, wouldn't fit technically, and we have already had a lot of technical problems today, but I promise I will uh, prepare this for one of the uh, next editions as a possible way of uh, ending uh, or of just putting at one moment of the respective uh, record for the information of yours and our listeners. The song is called We Won't Stop in Polish and it was it was uh, featured it was um, played by a legendary uh, rock group in Poland called the Red Guitars. Wonderful, wonderful. wonderful. I'm looking wonderful. forward to that. Um, just just a thought occurred to me a moment ago. Uh, you know, I understand. The Faharadin, Faharadin was at one of the best places, uh, as you said, to, to get a connection over there. Maybe another approach, just just a thought. Maybe another approach might be to have him record there, you know, assuming that they could get a, a recording there, and then email the recording of him reading a few poems. Just Just a thought. Uh, so yeah. that we could hear his marvelous work. It is clearly so beautiful and eloquent. Wonderful idea. I will write him about it. I will write him about it. And I think it is quite feasible. I think it is Good. realistic. And I will ask him to, uh, to, to do so, to record himself uh, at their place and then send the recording through WeTransfer or something. Well, you know, you have brought us so many marvelous voices, my brother. I, I can only tell you, you have enriched the world with these wonderful choices that you've brought. We have together helped more people hear these absolutely intoxicating, wonderful poets. And I thank you for helping me in, the, in, in, in so many ways. I feel privileged and I'm happy and honored to do so. And I'm happy I can contribute to this beautiful serial, to, be, to this beautiful radio serial. Thank you for Poets of the East, Rick Spisak and PNF. And thank you, my brother, Misha Danduta. And here we go. We're going to go out with a little bit of music. It's a, a, a wonderful old tune. Which side are you on? <laughs> <laughs> Which side are you on? Tell me which side. 
daddy was a miner, and I'm a miner's son. He'll be with you, fellow workers, until this battle's won. Tell me which side are you on? Which side are you on? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you all, poets, great-hearted souls that you are. Thank you for sharing your wisdom and your depth with us here at Poets of the East. On my behalf, thank you. Misha, your final thoughts, sir? All the best and the most beautiful thoughts to this world of poets of the East, the whole world being an East, the whole world being the world of poets. Thank you, Poetry. All the best to all the poets on national on International Poetry Day. All the best, Poet Rick Spisa. Thank you, my brother. Thank you, Poet Misha Danduta. Bye-bye.